Hey there, I'm Heather Mulder, a former AmLaw 100 partner who, just five years into my legal career, found myself teetering on the edge of burnout. Instead of becoming yet another burnout statistic, I decided to redefine success on my own terms, enabling me to build a profitable legal practice while navigating the challenges of two kids, the 2008 financial crisis, and a battle with breast cancer. What I learned is that you can build a successful legal career without sacrificing your health or personal happiness. And I'm now on a mission to help lawyers do just that. Join me each week for practical, unfiltered advice on how to successfully navigate the challenging legal market and succeed in both life and law. This is the Life in Law Podcast. Hello, hello. It is Heather Mulder, host of the Life in Law Podcast, and I'm super excited to be here with you today. So today, we are kicking off the third of our summer series, which are shorter series that are aimed at giving you the tools you need to live a happier, more fulfilling life and creating success in both life and law on your own terms. And today, I'm especially excited about it because this is kind of one of those tools that a lot of lawyers especially roll their eyes at. And I want to convince you to give it a try. And that is self-affirmation. So the title of today's episode was, Do Self-Affirmations Really Work? And given what I just said, obviously, I'm here to tell you the answer is yes, absolutely, they do. But there's a big but, y'all. Only if used right. And the vast majority of information out there that most self-help supposed experts give you about affirmations is complete BS, okay? If you do not believe something to be true, you cannot say that it is true in your mind over and over again and convince yourself that it's true. It's not gonna work. And unfortunately, that's what a lot of self-affirmations are, right? We hear these all the time. Let me give you an example from my life. When I first started this business, I wasn't the most confident speaker, believe it or not. And for years, I'd kind of stayed away from public speaking as a lawyer. I did not develop my business that way. And I knew that was going to be a necessary component. If I was going to have an online service-based business, I needed to get online publicly more often. And I needed to also go locally and do speeches and stuff. But I wasn't that confident at it. And so I could not just say, I'm a confident speaker, I'm a confident speaker, I'm a kick, you know, kick a speaker, and believe it, because I, I didn't believe it. And it would never have worked if I had said it that way. So here's what happens when we tell ourselves these false affirmations over and over again. Our mind isn't stupid. It knows the difference. It knows that it's not true. And it revolts. And not only does it say, uh-uh, no, it's not true. But it knows that you're lying about it. And so then that negative voice that we've talked about before goes into overdrive and reminds you of all the stuff you've done in the past that proves you wrong. And also all these other character traits that are negative that you don't want to be reminded of. And it goes into overdrive over and over and over again. And it reminds you of this and it obsesses over it to the point where you feel worse, not better. And you can actually change your mentality for the worse by doing this. So I don't want you to use affirmations in that way. So the question is, well, how do they work? How can I utilize a self-affirmation in a way that works for me? Well, there are some rules that I want you to follow, okay? So to use positive affirmations correctly, you need to do the following. Number one, be specific 
Do not generalize. Be very specific about what's going on, what you're doing, and where you're moving, okay? And that means use only the facts and what you know to be true. So this is another thing. You don't want to sugarcoat it. A lot of self-affirmations out there are sugarcoated. They're very general. They're very sugarcoated. They're too positive. They don't admit the negative, where you are right now, and they need to. So what that really means is that you're telling a narrative. So all these one-sentence, short, spiffy little affirmations, they don't work because A, they're overly general, B, they're not specific enough, and C, they don't tell a narrative around where you are and what you're doing to move forward and where your strengths lie and how that can help you and what resources you might have, okay? And so when I say tell a narrative, that's what I'm getting at. You're going to get clear and very specific about what's going on. How do you feel now about yourself? What are you working on? How are how are you changing that? What are you doing? What tools are you utilizing? Um, what resources are you utilizing, right? What strengths might you have that can help you, that will get you where you want to be? And where are you ultimately going? And I guess I wouldn't say ultimately. So where is your next step? Where are you going next? So this is actually important. You want it to be believable. If I have not given you anything else to take from today, you want to be believable, okay? Because remember, the worst thing you can do is to be overly positive in a way where your mind goes, "Uh uh-uh, no, that's not true. And here are all the million reasons why. You don't want to send your mind into that overdrive space. So understand that you're going to build your affirmation over time. This is called laddering up or like a thought ladder, okay? So let me give you an example of what I'm talking about. Let's go back to my example of not being a confident speaker. And let's say that you decide, okay, I'm really not good at speaking, but I want to utilize speaking in my client development. And there's this thing called Toastmasters I'm joining, I'm going to join. I'm going to go regularly. I know it helped someone I know. It If it can help them, it can help me, right? And you can believe that. And so your affirmation might be something like, look, I'm not a confident speaker right now. But I do know that I can build my speaking confidence over time because I've seen other people do it. And I know I can too. It's just going to take some time. I've joined Toastmasters. And I'm starting to speak up more often in meetings so that I can get used to just telling people what I think and getting comfortable with it. This will help me to feel more comfortable with speaking out. That's it, right? That's what you're doing now. That's the affirmation that you can say. So let's say three months have gone by. You've been speaking at Toastmasters. You've gotten through your first couple. You feel a little bit better. You know, it's been a little rocky, but you realize I'm not going to die. This isn't the end of the world. I can actually do this. And so you can change your affirmation because you're doing more. Let's say you're continuing to speak up at Toastmasters, but you've also speaking out much more fully at work. You no longer feel weird about it. So you've decided that you're going to add something to the mix. You have offered yourself up there to clients for small, like mid-sized groups and current clients where you're going to come and you're going to talk about issues that they need to be thinking about. Very informal type stuff, right? But it's your next step into speaking more publicly. 
And so because you've moved on, you change your affirmation to work for where you are now. So you start with, all right, I'm working to become a more confident speaker. I've gained some confidence through my Toastmasters membership and speaking up at work. And I'm starting to put myself out there to speak in front of mid-sized groups with clients. As I continue to speak, my confidence will continue to grow. And that's it. And then as you do those things, you take the next step until you finally get to where you're going. All right, let me give you one more example. So an example for an affirmation that might work um, to deal with fear of failure. Fear of failure is a big one. And I see this coming up a lot when we move into new roles. Maybe you've changed firms. Maybe you've been promoted to partner. Maybe you're just getting more senior within your firm um, before you've made partner, but you've got new responsibilities and people expect more of you. And it's scary and you fear failing. You fear what other people might think if you do fail, right? So an affirmation to deal with that could be as follows. I am as prepared as I can be. I'm trained. I have strengths in the following areas. You could list a couple of them. And I have additional resources, the people around me, my mentors who I can go to for guidance to back me up whenever needed. I know that I'm going to falter at times. I'm going to face difficulties. I'm not perfect. But I also know that I'm going to learn from those experiences and that these experiences will eventually help me to grow and ultimately get to where I want to be to succeed and to be perceived as successful as well. So that could be an affirmation to help you deal with those fears of what other people will think of failing, of not being perfect in this new role that you have. So hopefully this has helped you to see affirmations in a new light. They are not the short, pithy little statements that you hear over and over again on social media. They need to be much more specific. They need to be more narrative and more real. And if used that way, and especially if you ladder them up and change them over time as you grow and change, they will work for you. So I highly encourage that you give them a try. Now, to take this even further, if you would like to take this concept um, even further, I highly recommend that you go and listen to, if you haven't already, or maybe if it's been a while, go back and listen to episode nine. Because what this is really getting at is your mindset, your mentality. This is a tool to build mental resilience, to build more positivity from within, And to really help you with that growth-oriented success mindset that you'll want so that you can go out and do the things you really want to be doing and not allow fear and worries to hold you back, okay? And episode nine is really all about the mentality that you need to be productive and successful. And so go back and listen to that one if you haven't in a while. And if you've never listened to it, definitely go back and listen to it. You're going to get a whole lot out of it. Before I go, a couple of quick things. Number one, if you do not yet have the Life and Law Roadmap, I highly encourage you to get it. It is going to help you build that resilient mindset and also take additional practical steps to creating the career in life that you want. Not that anybody else wants for you or of you, but that you want whatever success means to you in Life and Law. 
Number two, if you are enjoying this episode, please be sure that you have hit that subscribe or follow button, depending on where you're listening to it, so that you will always be aware of new releases and you don't have to go looking for it anymore. And number three, I ask for a big favor for you. It's a very simple thing, really, but it would be doing me a huge favor to help grow this podcast. Please consider going back to one of your recent favorites and sharing it on your favorite social media platform. All you got to do is go to lifeandlawpodcast.com forward slash episodes, find your favorite, click the social sharing button that works for you, and then just let people know who is it for and what do you recommend about it in just one quick sentence. Okay, that is it for this week. Next week, we are going to get into tools to help you get more comfortable with discomfort, those uncomfortable feelings that we all deal with. And I cannot wait to get into that with you. I will see you then. Bye for now. Thank you for listening to the Life & Law Podcast. If you enjoyed this week's episode and aren't yet a subscriber, be sure to hit the subscribe button so that you don't miss an episode. For show notes and free resources to help you succeed in both life and law, including the Life & Law Roadmap, visit lifeandlawpodcast.com.